1450 AM WKXL, 103.9 in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM in the Manchester area. It is Kale and Company, and we are proudly presented by Weed Family Automotive, conveniently located at 124 Store Street in Concord. You can call them. Make an appointment right now. Bobby and Charlie standing by at 603-225-7988. Or you can do it online at weedfamilyautomotive.com. Well, Super Bowl 56 is in the books. It didn't come out the way I hoped it would, but the Los Angeles Rams defeated the Cincinnati Bengals in come-from-behind fashion, 23-20 to on a Sunday night at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. So the Rams win on their home field, uh, much as the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers did last year on their home field in Florida. And uh, Kitty Ray joins us, and uh, she is our resident Flick chick. Yes. Oh, I got, you got it, right. it right. I got it right. But she knows her <laughs> football as well. Oh, boy. And she knows her commercials certainly a lot better than I do. And uh, Super Bowl 56, of course, did not feature the uh, New England Patriots no. as we hoped it would from the outset of the season. But uh, the Bengals, I was pulling for the Bengals. I usually pull for the, uh, for the AFC team unless the circumstances are extraordinary. And I was pulling for them. They were the underdogs. But, you know, the funny part of it is uh, the line, the betting line set by Las Vegas has fluctuated over the last uh, couple of weeks. I think it started at four and a half. Uh, The Rams, you know, a minus four and a half, subtracting four and a half points from their score. And then it went down to four for a while. It went back and forth, uh, the wagering line over the past couple of weeks. And the Rams wound up winning by three, which means uh, if you uh, laid a wager on this event uh, with most of the uh, betting platforms and you bet the Rams, you would have lost. I know. I know. Hey, you know one thing you mentioned that the Rams won at home? Yeah. But what you didn't mention was what? They did not have their own Locker room. Locker room. Because, that, that's yes. right, because Cincinnati was designated as the home team. They go back and forth. One year, the AFC team is the, is the home club, and the other year, the NFC is the, the home team. This happened to be an AFC year, yeah. and so the Cincinnati Bengals got to use the Rams locker room. That is really strange. It, you know, I strange. wonder what Tampa Bay was last year. You know, right? Uh, Tampa Bay. Well, let's see. Last year home, it was right? an, so they would have been using their own oh, locker okay. room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, they're an NFC team, so last year the NFC would have been the home team. Yeah. So yeah, they go back and forth. I didn't know if it was going to give them some bad juju. But in in this day of these modern stadiums, yes. Uh, I don't think it really makes much of a difference. Now, if you if you go, you know, to a you know a, a baseball comparison. Okay. Like the visiting uh, clubhouse at Fenway Park, for example, is uh, much smaller and more cramped than the home clubhouse at on Fenway purpose. Park. And I think they do that on purpose. Yeah. So don't stay long, right? Uh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Welcome, I, but please leave yeah. after losing uh, to us. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't think in these new stadiums, though, it really makes a whole lot of difference. I think the training equipment and 
all the medical facilities uh, that uh, are within the uh, the clubhouse or the locker room, call it what you will. I think they'd be pretty similar in all of the locker rooms uh, in that stadium. You have to also remember uh, that that home, uh, the SoFi Stadium, is also the home of the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Right. So there are lots of uh, you know sufficient locker room space uh, in that uh, stadium. So I don't I don't think it was a huge issue, although it's a little unusual uh, that the Rams would not be in their their own locker room for uh, the biggest game of the year. But that's that was weird. That's though. just just the way it worked out, and the Rams did it. Uh, Cooper Cup, who oh, Cooper. I th- yep, Cooper Cup, your guy, <laughs> oh, my guy. I I thought uh, Cooper Cup should have been the MVP. They gave it to Aaron Rodgers of the Green oh, Bay Packers. If you can believe that, no. Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers won the MVP. <laughs> Tom Brady was second, and, and Cooper Cup Cooper w- was the only player who got any other votes, other than uh, Rodgers and Brady. You know, all year he's been my MVP. All year I've been saying MVP, MVP. Because you know why? I do I told know you. why. I do know I why. Was in a fantasy football league, and I had Cooper Cup, and he really won it for me. I won. I won it. I won it. In you, fact, you won of, your league. I did. Yeah. I did. Now, folks, it was no money involved here. It was just bragging rights. And yes. I'm bragging right now. As you should. <laughs> As you should. It's not easy to win a fantasy football league. No. And and you did. There were so did. many ups and downs during the course of a fantasy season, yes. as there are in you know, the regular well, just uh, NFL the, season. Yeah, with injuries, injuries yeah. and whatever, and then sure. add the COVID. Yep. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. all of all of that mixed in there. It was very hard. Very, yeah. very hard. But you know, I there's ten of us in the league. And we had eight males yeah. and two females, myself being one. Yes. And the two females were in the final. Yeah. I could not I know, believe it's it. Amazing. And I was so excited it's a, about It's amazing. That. And, and the guys, it's not like they didn't know their football. Oh, oh the they did. The guys in the league, you know? Oh, they did for sure. Yeah. It was tight. In fact, I lost only two games throughout the whole season. Yeah. And it was to uh, to one of the, the guys. And, um, oh, my gosh, I was so excited to be there. But, really, getting back to Cooper Cup, he was my MVP. And in this game, I really, it was kind of like a win-win for me because, again, I didn't, um, they're not normally the Rams nor the uh, Bengals were my or are my, my team that I normally root for. So, I did, though, when Cooper was... There, I, I'm going to tell you, I was really kind of silently. No, I wasn't silently. I was uh, kind of cheering for them because of Cooper. Yeah, and and what a great year because he. I think he got robbed of the MVP myself. Yeah. No, he did. Yeah, and he did. and uh, he did get it. He was the MVP of Super Bowl uh, Fifty Six. I, I thought you could have made a good case for Aaron Donald. Yes, the uh, Rams defensive tackle who. Uh, you know, really put the icing on the cake with the uh, sack of Joe Burrow oh. to end Cincinnati's final drive of, of the game, mm-hmm. their last opportunity to win the game. And uh, Aaron Donald played well throughout. He, he had an incredible year. Uh, he should have had some. M- he deserved the MVP more than Aaron Rodgers did, and uh, and Tom Brady for that matter. But 
nonetheless, I, I guess in this in this case, as far as Cooper Cup is concerned, justice prevailed, and he did get the MVP of the Super Bowl. And Aaron Donald, I think there's a good chance, even though he's only 30 years old. Yes. Uh, but you know, the life of a defensive tackle is not right. an easy one. It's not in the National Football League. There's a lot of uh, a lot of hard hits, a lot of physical contact. And a lot of wear and tear on the body, right. and uh, he seems to uh, have gotten through it pretty well. He's got he's got a Super Bowl championship ring. He pointed to the finger he that did. he's going to put it on, and uh, and so congratulations to them. And uh, you know, I I was rooting for Cincinnati, but you know, it, it was a, you know kind of an ambivalent situation. Yeah. You know, with the Patriots aren't in there. Right. You know. Uh, I usually root for the team that I have uh, a couple of bucks on, and that that happened to be Cincinnati. So, fans, you know I didn't collect. (laughs) Hey, and you know, talking about Patriots, the Patriots, too, is my team, and I wore my Patriots sweatshirt throughout the game, so they were with me in spirit. Hopefully, they will be back in the big game soon. Yes. We would love to see that. Oh, they will be. They will be, I'm sure. You know, it's funny, yeah, because uh, you know the commercials are always the the source of uh, great conversation when it uh, you know comes to the Super Bowl. And you know, I'm not honestly, I'm not a huge commercial guy because uh, in in many cases, I mean, just this is the truth. You know, I don't recognize some of the people uh, that are in them. I, I really don't. I don't. I mean, I, I just don't, I don't watch that much television other than, other than sports and maybe the occasional newscast here and there, uh, and maybe some old situation comedies. And that's about it. That's about my television diet. And so I don't recognize some of these, uh, some of these people who are in the commercials, maybe some of the athletes I would recognize, but not all of them either. So, you know, some of the, con- the commercials really don't mean a whole lot to me, but if you're really into uh, pop culture, yes, I, I guess they're really enjoyable. I'll tell you the one. I will tell you the one that I got the biggest kick out of. All right, in, in this Super Bowl, and it was relatively late in the game. I, I couldn't uh, believe that they had Gerard Mayo, <laughs> who is currently the uh, the inside linebackers coach for the Patriots, okay, and a former Patriot great, G- uh, Gerard Mayo, and it was an ad. For what else? What? Hellman's mayonnaise. Oh, yes. And so, what did you ever think you would see Gerard Mayo and Pete Davidson? Oh, yes, that's in, right. In the same TV commercial, or, no. or Gerard Mayo in a TV commercial, period. But whoever cast that for Hellman's mayonnaise, I give them kudos. Wow. So, so that one really, I, I guess meant the most to me, seeing Gerard Mayo out there, former uh, Patriot great, and currently with the Patriots. He hasn't left yet, folks. He hasn't left. Several have, but (laughs) Gerard Mayo is still there, and uh, probably someday will be a head coach in the National Football League. And then uh, Pete Davidson, Staten Island's own Pete Davidson is there. uh, I was having a lot of uh, tattoo removal being done. Uh, but Pete Davidson and Gerard Mayo. Gerard, Gerard Mayo was tackling people, I guess, who were coming near the Hellman's mayonnaise, right, or I, you know, yeah. I, yeah, I guess that's the, the yeah, promise. Well, tackling, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you know, it's weird when you're saying about the commercials and how um, you don't know a lot of the people in it. And I think that is really okay. Two parts that I want to mention. One, 
Super Bowl for me is watching the game, of course. I'm a huge yeah. football fan. Right. Yeah. And but I also, you know, I it's hard just to sit for four and a half hours. Heck, four and a half hours. This thing started like at noon almost. Uh, I mean, they started. Did I believe? They did. Yeah. I yeah. really do believe that. Um, and then it's like, oh my, I'm going to miss that commercial. I'm going to miss that commercial. Then some of them, as we know, is a huge money maker. And so for 30 seconds, folks, you're like, just what you said, Ken. It's like, who was that person? Who was that person? So I literally write down like yeah. what yeah. you just said, the mayo or whatever it might be. Um, because I'm like, I know that person. But by the time it comes to my memory, it's gone. Yeah. So I have to Google it and say, oh, yeah, yeah. that's, uh, you know, that person from Scrubs or whatever, uh, whoever it was. But the other part is all of these commercials, mainly, well, not all, but a lot about food. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess Lay's potato chips. Oh, gosh. And I didn't know this, but Lay's potato chips had not had a commercial in the Super Bowl in 17 years. I know. I know. That's hard to believe. I know, because we've really had, and in fact, did you... You did see that commercial, right? The one that had Paul Rudd. I did. Paul I, Rudd I, and Seth I did. Rogen. I, I did. And they're kind of, they have this bromance going on, and they did it. I think it was like, I don't know if it was, they were in the original one 17 years ago. I don't know. But I it is really you. cute, and it's kind of like I know their intent of this commercial was, you know, like, we have great memories because they were reminiscing because they've been in a lot of movies yep. together. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it was about that. But when you're saying that, I don't know if I've, Remember the last, I mean, I've been watching football for over 17 years. Oh, yeah. A Lay's commercial. Yeah, I mean, I don't really, you know, keep track. And I, I did not know there was a 17-year absence of, of Lay's commercials. Yeah. You think of the, you know, the beer commercials that have been done uh, over the years. The Clydesdales were oh, back. Oh, Budweiser. Oh, yeah. yeah. The beer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, and you'll always see the Mannings in some Oh, gosh, don't even yeah, go there. Yeah, yeah. In fact, that was one of my things. <laughs> Caesar's it's, betting app or whatever it might is, be. Don't. That is one of my favorite, actually. I really love those, the the uh, Caesar, is it the sports book, the yeah, betting yeah, commercial? Yeah, yes, yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I can't remember his name. His last name is Smooth or... Um, I can't remember. He was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. But I love him playing Caesar. And you know who the, um, gosh, I'm trying to remember if it was Halle Berry. I think she's plays Cleopatra in those. Oh, does she? She hardly ever speaks. Wow. wow. I didn't realize the it was Mannings, Halle Berry. Yes. The Mannings are in it. Yeah. The and Mannings. I All laugh. of them. All yes. of them. Yes. I mean, we're talking Archie, too, along with uh, Cooper. Cooper. Another Eli Cooper. And yeah. And yeah. he says, uh, Caesar says, Hey, Cooper, you're my favorite. You're my favorite. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what it's, you just it's said, a pretty good commercial. I didn't know it was Halle Berry. Yes. I, I well, I don't know, know if the one, the recent one is, but she, I'm pretty sure it's her. I'm she was sure part of her. the pregame. She uh, was. Talking oh, yes. about football in film. She was awesome. She, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you have a favorite football movie? We always do, talk, you know, do. it seems the conversation sometimes goes around to baseball, baseball. movies. Baseball. Oh, my but, gosh. But football. Yes. I'm going to tell you I do. Yeah, I know. And I think I know what it is. <laughs> I think I think I know what it is. Does it star someone uh, who comes uh, from about, uh, well, depending on where you're listening. Yes. Comes from the Manchester area? No, it's not. Oh. No, are you talking about Bobby Boucher I'm and Waterboy? Waterboy, yeah. Waterboy and Adam Sandler? Yeah, yeah. Well, that is the funny comedy, if yes. I could just split yeah. that. Then. Okay, okay. Because the Waterboy with 
Adam Sandler. Yes, I can. The Bobby Boucher (laughs) and the water. I mean, I love that. And the foosball and the whole thing. That was featured for a brief second in this tribute to football. Yes, it was actually showed him. Yes, yes. But yes, the water boy is my favorite comedy. A favorite football comedy. Football comedies. Right. Right. However. Yes. Remember the Titans. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's very emotional. Yeah, It is very emotional and very touches my heart because of where I lived for many over 20 years in Northern Virginia. And so a lot. um, And talking about Northern Virginia, I know we're still talking football. Yeah. Nick Scott. Nick Scott. Yes. On the Rams. Yes. A defensive back. Yeah. Graduated not too far. From where we are, the Titans, but he graduated from Fairfax High School in Northern Virginia. And I know you spend a lot of time in that area. I so. do, as much and as I so can. He's, uh, he's got a Super Bowl ring now. He does. Well, not, not yet, but he's getting one, yeah. Well, yeah. I will definitely be uh, tuning in online to my uh, local papers and the news uh, stations down in Northern Virginia, because I'm sure his name will be mentioned, as well as the Fairfax County Schools where he graduated from. So, any yeah. other of the uh, commercial announcements oh, uh, that gosh. Uh, made an impact on you? Well, do you? Oh my gosh, there were so many. You know, and and again, there were some that. The, you know, the one though, I don't remember seeing. And folks, I did not sit the four hours and watch every commercial. So I am sure I am going to miss some. Um, because I did have to take some breaks. I mean, go get some food. I, I and understand. <laughs> you know, it's a big day for eating as well. <laughs> for eating. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. All this stuff is making me hungry. Yeah. But um, I I tell you what, my favorite. Can I just tell you what my favorite was? You or can. do you want me to just you kind of? Because I can tell you my couple of my favorites and okay. then a couple runner-ups. All right. But the cool thing about these commercials, it's just like how I do the movies. You know, we each have our own favorite genre. We each have our own favorite actors or what brings something to mind. And uh, I think that's what's cool about this. But I'm going to tell you, my favorite was Keeping Up with the Joneses. Okay, so explain that one. No, the Toyota ad that had uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Leslie Jones and Rashad. Actually, it's Rashad Lee Jones. And she was from The Office, and I remember oh, okay. her being from The Office. Yeah. Leslie Jones is from Saturday Night Live, and of right. course, Tommy yeah. Lee Jones, we know he's a veteran actor yes. and uh, awesome one, guy. One of the most incredible football games ever, but we, that's Oh, yes, a story that's a different story. Day. I know yes. the one yes. you're talking about because you yes. tell me. But the, this is a Toyota ad, and it was probably a one-minute ad because it did seem to go a little longer than the, the quick 30-second one. But they were talking about the all-new Tundras, yep. and they were, they were racing. They were racing each other. It was like a drag race. And, of course, if you know Leslie Jones, she's, uh, you know, she looks over at Tommy Lee and he looks at her. And then all of a sudden, Rashida comes in and it is like up and they race to the top. And then up comes Joe Jonas. Joe Jonas, not even Nick Jonas. No, 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 it was Joe Jonas. Joe Jonas. And if you and while this move, the while this commercial's going on, <laughs> I couldn't on, pick either one of them out in the lineup. <laughs> I know that for sure. Well, I knew Rashada yeah. only because of the Office, which I watch in right. Parks and Recreation. But it was also playing in the back. Tom Jones, one of your favorites, I yes, know. Yes, yes, yep, 
Yes, I'm old, folks. But well, what song were they playing? Do you remember? No, I don't. Oh, but I it was really Tom don't. Jones. Oh, huh? yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of, because I'm laughing through this whole thing. And then when they look over and they see Joe Jonas, and they're going, what? What's up with this? And he's like, no, this is keeping up with the Jonases. And I think it was kind of a play on like keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> probably. But this yeah. was like everything was like Tommy Lee, you know, Leslie. Yeah. But it was so funny. And then Tommy Lee, though, I love him. But he looks over and he goes, and they just take off and he goes, whoever you are. In other words, you know, Tommy Lee is the older and uh, Joe Jonas. And he's like, in other words, here's the youth. And, and the veteran. That would have been my reaction. Oh, too. I love yeah, it. That would have been my reaction. <laughs> I love it. He says something like, I don't even know who you are or whoever you are or something like that. Well, but I know there are I others that touched your fancy, but we uh, it was yes. We, we have to take a quick break All here. All right. And uh, we'll be back with more Super Bowl slash commercial discussion uh, right after we uh, take a little time out here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. It's Kale and Company. Kitty Ray is with us. We're talking a little bit about the Super Bowl, and if you're listening to this for the first time, the, the day after the Super Bowl, it's kind of tough to get up, uh, <laughs> and the, day, the morning after the Super Bowl, but somehow we managed to do it and uh, be here on uh, WKXLNHTalkRadio.com, presented by Weed Family Automotive of Concord. Welcome back, AM 1450 WKXL, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region. If you're driving around the Manchester area, the 101.9 FM signal booms, literally booms into uh, downtown Manchester. Kale and Company presented by Weed Family Automotive, 124 Store Street in Concord. We're chatting here uh, post-Super Bowl 56 with our resident Flick chick, Kitty you're, Ray. You're good. She knows her football. She knows <laughs> no. her films. She knows it, folks. Oh, boy. And she knows her commercial uh, announcements, commercial endeavors on the Super Bowl. She takes notes. How I many do. people do you know take notes well, I on do. the commercials? Well, they probably have a better memory than I do. <laughs> I actually have to keep it. Like, who was that person in that commercial? <laughs> They're going now for about $7 million a minute. Oh. $7 million a minute. And, you know, I, I, there were so many uh, commercials or promos, if you will, right. for the Paramount Network, uh, which is owned by NBC. Uh, and you saw, you know, uh, adver- uh, what did I say? You said Paramount. I did say I said Paramount. I it, I, did you pe- mean it is Peacock. Peacock. I meant Peacock. Hey, write a note. I meant Peacock. You need to write a I, mean, I saw so many, <laughs> but they're, they're Peacock. Yeah, see what an impression it had on me. Uh, Peacock and Telemundo, the yes. Spanish language network, all owned by NBC. So mm-hmm. so I checked, I Googled, I got out the Google machine. And, the Wayback uh, Machine and or the, just the Google? Well, both. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, saw that, uh, you know, I, I Googled, did NBC sell all of its uh, commercial spots for the Super Bowl? And it said, yes, they did. But I did see a lot of Peacock and a lot of uh, Telemundo uh, promos in there, you know, uh, promoting what's coming up right. on those platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wondered if they had some empty you know, or some space available uh, that they did not sell. But apparently they yeah. sold that all that uh, they were, you know, setting out to do. But uh, it, it just seemed there were so many uh, Peacock 
Yeah, I thought so too. Ken. Promotions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Of yeah. upcoming shows like yeah. Bel Air or something oh, new yeah. that's coming. Yeah. That Will yeah. Smith had yeah. Will Smith on it, and actually they had like a lot of. Um, no, I don't want to say collage, but a lot of their shows, current shows, and highlighting them. Yeah. I thought they did a great deal, actually. I will say yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I did enjoy that part. I did enjoy it. And the game, by the way, was streamed on uh, Peacock. It oh. was streamed. Oh. And so a lot of these, you know, a lot of streaming now uh, of sports on these various platforms, and there seems to be a new streaming platform just about every day. Uh, so it's it's kind of tough to keep up with them, you know. What's on, uh, you know, which streaming platform? Right. Yeah. So at, at any rate, there was plenty of uh, peacock mentions uh, during the game uh, on Sunday night, which was won, by the way, by the L.A. Rams, winning Super Bowl Fifty Six, twenty three to twenty, was your final score. And we were talking about commercials. Did you have another you wanted to mention? Yeah, I did. Well, actually, there's a couple, but um, I, t- we, I already talked about the What's Up with the Joneses. So that yes. was actually my yeah. favorite. Planters, peanuts. Oh, or yeah. Planters, mixed nuts. Yes. Yeah. And I really, I think, I don't know if it said feed the, the debate or what it was about, uh, but Ken Jong and Joel McHale, who both starred in the TV show Community, Right. And so they pulled them in as former, um, they were classmates because that was a school, uh-huh. it was like an adult school. But I thought that was really, it was kind of funny. And um, I enjoyed, I enjoyed when they, at the end, it was probably the only, I don't know, I kind of enjoyed there wasn't a lot of political stuff going on in these commercials. But there was something, and I did write this down, who knew that Americans would tear themselves apart by having a difference of opinion? <laughs> and but their difference of opinion were, yeah. was that one was like separating the peanuts with the cashews or the cashews and one goes no uh we that's why they're called mixed nuts you eat them together you don't know which ones you're getting right, right. oh wait a minute i like to separate my cashews uh I thought it was hysterical. I really enjoyed that. And then at the end when they did that little, you know, like, gee, we could all have a, uh, <laughs> what a difference, uh, or tear each other apart by having a difference of opinion, which was kind of funny. I think they were looking, we were kind of talking a little political or a little what, the state where we are today, possibly. A little bit, but, you know. But they, it they, wasn't bad, and I tell you what, I enjoyed it, and it was the only one that I thought that it was borderline being uh, political, and I was happy that it wasn't. Yeah, and it, it really wasn't, and I don't think there were too many political statements, if any, uh, made throughout the, uh, the no. telecast from start to finish. No. I yeah. didn't see all six and a half hours of the pregame show, yeah. uh, because I never do, and uh, Celtics were on, so, you know, there were better things to do. And uh, I don't think there was any politics involved. No. I really don't. I don't think there was any kneeling on the sidelines, uh, you know. Uh, now, what about what about the halftime show? Uh, you know, it was uh, you know featuring some some rappers and uh, you know some veteran rappers who have mm-hmm. been around a long yeah, time. Doctor Dre and uh, Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. Eminem, Eminem, Eminem was there. Yeah. Snoop Dogg, yes, yeah. It, I have to tell you, folks. I mean, it's not my kind of music. It's not. It's not. I mean, it, it appeals to a lot of people, obviously. It's just not my thing. Uh, but, you know, I, 
I don't know. They have. I wish that you know what. It's never going to happen. I know it's never going to happen. <laughs> just just go back to the marching bands. Whatever happened to the marching bands? I mean, really. They uh, have and, to bring the high school or the college teams uh, yeah. in the in the city in which the Super Bowl is, or the two oh, teams, and listen, have them yeah. come and do something like It'd that. It'd be wonderful. Like, listen, UCLA and USC have been singing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but just there in Los Angeles, for example, like you say, I mean, both USC and UCLA Great have marching am- bands. amazing yes. marching right. bands, amazing marching yes. bands. But you could bring them in from around the country. I don't know how much of an attraction it is. I, I, I think it's more of a curiosity than anything else. I, I don't know. Uh, but they probably would not get the, uh, the advertising dollars, right. perhaps, if it wasn't a big name. And they had several big names, and I'm sure everyone was hoping that, you know, there'd be some kind of, uh, some kind of bleeping of some of these uh, artists. I don't know if they, any bad words leaked out or not, because I couldn't understand one word they were saying. Whether it was <laughs> foul language or, or just because I couldn't understand a word they were saying. I couldn't. Not one word. I, oh. I was hoping for the closed captioning, but it never came up. <laughs> I don't know that the closed captioners could even understand what they were saying. Oh. But it was all right. It, 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 looked, it was all right. I didn't. It, it was, was not right. my cup of tea either. However, I did enjoy some of it. I did not watch all of it. I will tell you that. Yeah. But I did enjoy some of it. I did. So they said, and I, I didn't see it. I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I, you know, I was on and off. I was having a little chocolate cake at halftime. And, <laughs> Again, uh, the commercials yeah, made you hungry, right? That, that's right. They did. But, <laughs> but Eminem uh, apparently knelt at some point. I, I don't know what I that means. I didn't see him doing that. Yeah, but they had a picture I saw later on. There was a picture. He, he knelt and it was some big deal. I don't know. Hmm. At least he didn't give the finger. I think he's famous for that. And they, at least if he did, it wasn't caught on camera. So I don't know. I I, I guess I wonder who it's going to be next year. Uh, I know, don't know. At I but, can't even think about next year. I Kale. know. I know. Oh my gosh! I know. You're lucky I got here today. Uh, I mean, I'm, it is after I'm a Super Bowl. <laughs> after a Super Bowl, a nail biting Super Bowl. Yes. Well, I didn't think it was a nail-biting no, Super Bowl. Well, However, yeah. I, uh, you're right. I, uh, but it is. I'm curious to us to who they'll have next year as well. Yeah, when the Patriots are I, I think are they're running out. out. I think I think they've reached the bottom of the barrel. To, they finally reached the bottom of the barrel, and uh, that was on Sunday night, as far as I'm concerned. In fact, the way the the video was, uh, it to me, and I know it was live. I know it was live. I'm not trying to be conspiratorial here. But it sure didn't look live. It yeah. did not look live. It looked like something that had been videoed ahead of time. It was something to do with the cameras, I think. It looked yeah. very blue, it, it, like it was a part of a, you know, like the screens in a movie studio or yeah. something that it was, uh, I'm not sure the filters they were using or yeah, something. It's something. It, yeah, it's something. I don't know what they were it, doing. It, yeah, it wasn't the same as they were using for the game. No. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, it was different. not. It was done completely yeah. different. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, to me, the music was just lousy. Uh, if, uh, if you can, I put music in air quotes because that's, <laughs> it's not music to me, folks. And I, except for Snoop Dogg, I couldn't pick any of those people out of a lineup. Uh, you know, I know they're big stars, big names. They've made a ton of money. Uh, selling, I think Dr. Dre put a lot of money to be there. $7 million. Yes. He, he financed just about the whole production, he I did. guess. And maybe that's your answer. 
is, you know, if they want maybe. to be there, they're yeah. going to pay just like the commercials. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm, maybe that's what the future is I mean, going to be. Probably, yeah, they'll probably get a lot of mileage out of it. I do remember yeah. the one time, I think it was just one time that Bruno Mars did the halftime oh, show. Gosh, he was and listen, I thought he was great. I thought that was one of the best yeah. Super Bowl halftime shows ever was Bruno Mars. And prior to that, I had never seen well, Bruno Mars. Do you know what? I think this, I mean, I have followed Bruno Mars for yeah. a long time. Well, not that long because he's not that old. However, I do believe that the Super Bowl put him. Yeah. I mean, he really became his ticket sales to his concerts skyrocketed. Well, I will tell you something. The day after that Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was actually, it was in concert with, uh, no pun intended, with the opening of the promotion for his upcoming tour. Right. And one of the stops was, at that time, the Verizon Wireless Arena in downtown Manchester. And, you know, I was out there in line <laughs> really? the next morning uh, trying to get tickets for when Bruno wow. was at, and I did, I, I waited it wasn't a long line. It wasn't yes. one of these lines where you were there overnight or anything like right. that. It was probably like a half-hour line uh, to get uh, tickets to see Bruno at the uh, Verizon Wireless Arena at the time. It's now SNHU, of course. Uh, but I did get them. And he put on a fabulous show. I've now seen him twice yeah. in person, and I would certainly see him again. Uh, but So that that really uh, yeah, did. You know, that was very engaging, and uh, I enjoyed it. Seeing Bruno Mars, I heard about him, but never really knew what he did or what he sounded like. Or it was awesome. I had seen him before what? at Super Bowl halftime. You know, and I was just thinking what you said, Ken, about the uh, this <laughs> about your the music. And all I could think of is last year's. Do you remember who? No, okay. I have no idea. I, can't, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, it's I either, couldn't tell you. I'm not sure if it's the weekend or weekend. Oh yeah. But I remember he was like, it was really well. I enjoy his music. Yeah. And uh, but I remember everyone was like on like how could this what was that about what was the music if this one it, if, if they I were don't saying know. that last year what are they saying exactly, this year exactly yeah. exactly you know so I don't know do I it, mean the halftime shows yeah I guess when you're there it's pretty awesome and talking about the halftime show was it the kicker from the Bengals he sat there. Yeah, did, did they show said him? McPherson, yeah. Yes, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. I mean, he's a young kid. Yeah. I mean, I could see him wanting to enjoy the show. Right. I mean, that's why you're there. That's why you spend thousands of dollars. Well, he didn't, but yeah, um, he, didn't. he has a player. He made thousands <laughs> yes, of dollars he made being thousands. there. Yes. But the fans who go, yeah. and they, yeah, yeah, he put on a show for me. I'm not going to just, you know, spend that money to see the see the athletes at the, at the big game. But, no, I think that uh, the Super Bowl halftime is almost, I mean, in addition to like what we're talking about now, the uh, commercials and the game itself. Yeah. Um, the halftime is almost like an afterthought sometimes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I really think that. Like, wasn't Michael Jackson? Oh, yeah. He did the, the halftime show. Did he do the Pepsi and he, that's when his hair caught on fire? Oh, was it then? I uh, don't know. For I, some reason, I, I was thinking yeah. that halftime. I know he did a halftime show. And his halftime show, as I remember, was very good. They were I, great. Yeah. They yeah. were great. But yeah. I cannot remember that. I mean, yeah. we they've had so many. You know what? And But country stars, have they had? Not too many. I cannot remember many. the uh, last country uh, Yeah. Stars. Did Garth? I think Garth Brooks did a halftime show. I'll check it out. Yeah. I've, I've I actually got remember. the list. The first, the first now... Uh, 
entertainment at halftime. But the first Super Bowl was played in Los Angeles at the really? Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum, January 15th, 1967. Whoa. And uh, they had... The University of Arizona Symphonic Marching Band okay. for the first Super Bowl, and Al Hurt, oh, the gosh. trumpet player, who oh. made who put Java on the map. The song Java. I know they can't bring back Al Hurt, but they no. they could bring back, for the example, marching. the Grambling State University Marching Band, who entertained during Super Bowl number two at the Orange Bowl in Miami. Oh. But uh, anyway, I want you to think about this because we have to take a break okay. here. All right. uh, we have to pay the bills here at WKXL. All right, talking about money. Right. That's right. It's Kale and Company, Kitty Ray with us today. And we are presented by Weed Family Automotive, 124 Store Street in Concord. You can make an appointment right now, 603-225-7988 or at weedfamilyautomotive.com. Welcome back. It is Kale and Company. Kitty Ray is here today, and uh, we made it through Super Bowl 56 and made it into the studio to be able to talk <laughs> about it here uh, on the show today. We were talking about the halftime show, and uh, let's see, in 75, they did a tribute to uh, Duke Ellington. Oh, they did? They did a tribute to uh, Duke Ellington. I'm trying to look up and see they had a salute to Motown. Yeah, we're looking in, for the country, right? In 1982. Right? I'm, I'm looking for oh, country. Oh, I love I'm, Motown. I uh, want the Motown. Yeah, Motown would be great. Oh. Uh, let's see. They did one uh, salute to uh, New Orleans and the 40th anniversary of Peanuts in 1990. Not not the food, but the comic strip. Oh, okay. Yeah. Almost uh, sounds like it could be a Macy's Thanksgiving uh, Day Parade uh, type of thing. Uh, let's see. What else did they have uh, over the years? They had a Blues Brothers Bash okay. in 1997, a salute to Motown's 40th anniversary okay. in 1998. Uh, let's see. Uh, I should have had this done ahead of time. Yeah. I should have written it out. See, you should have written those notes down I, like I, I do. I should have. I should have, you know. Uh, but uh, let's see. When, when do they start bringing in? Okay. Yeah. All right, they started, I guess, the first group, and maybe I missed a couple here, but the, okay. the first group that I see here, like, is a headlining group. Yes. 2010? 2010? Really? Uh, the Who. Who? No. And then, and then the next year it was uh, the Black Eyed Peas. Yes. Oh, I remember the Black Eyed yeah. when they yeah. when they were... When they did it, it was awesome. They, actually, they were very good. Yes, they they were good. I, I, I like the Black Eyed Peas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the year after that, 2012, at the uh, Lucas Oil Stadium, was Madonna. Hunter. Whoa, Madonna. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, the next year in New Orleans, it was Beyonce. Okay. And then 2014. This would have been the year 2014. This is when they actually played uh, in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Okay. Uh, it'll never be played there again, nor will it ever be played in New England ever, but they did take that risk and play in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Bruno Mars was the so halftime entertainment. Was that? that was in uh, 2014. 2014. Along with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, yes. Yes, they yes. were there too. Katy Perry was the next year. Well, Col- you, Coldplay was yes. the year after oh, yes. that. Uh, you know what? I have to say, that Super Bowl yeah. halftime, I danced the whole Coldplay. halftime. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. I yeah. danced the yeah. whole time. Lady Gaga uh, was and 2017. I think I did that one too. Uh, Justin Timberlake. And Janet Jackson. Yeah, I don't see her listed, but I know but there was that, uh, that malfunction, the, the wardrobe, wardrobe malfunction. Mm-hmm. Maroon 5 yes. uh, was there. Seen them. Uh, Shakira, Jennifer Lopez. Hips don't lie. The weekend. I, uh, I thought 
I'll have to check at another date, but I, th- I thought Garth Brooks did a halftime yeah, show. See, so what you're saying is I there's not a lot of country right, right. large that, groups. That is born out I mean, here. like Chris Stapleton. I'm trying there's to think so of many. someone yeah, that could the, be really. The Oak Ridge Boys. <laughs> the Oak Ridge Boys. Elvira. Don't forget the Oak Ridge I Boys. I know. I know. But yeah. you know what? They, and a lot of what you're saying, Ken, was... Uh, all of those individual ones, I remember at some point, oh gosh, I had to have been late 90s, yeah. that they might have had one headliner, but then all of a sudden they brought in, they played one or two songs, and then they had someone else come and sing as well. Um, so they could do that with the music, with the country. I mean, it could be like a, um, you know, like not that the uh, Oak Ridge Boys couldn't do a whole set, but they could have, you know, like a young, a, um, Tim McGraw. I mean, what's up with Tim McGraw? I mean, Tim McGraw, Kenny Chesney, all of those country guys would be great halftime. Yeah, oh, exactly. Ones. Well, we have some news here on okay. uh, Garth Brooks' appearance. Oh, we do. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll get to that, but we okay. have to take one quick break. All right. We're heading down the home stretch. Oh boy, it's already time. Kale and Company. That's time flies oh. when you're having fun. And uh, this is at 14.50 a.m. WKXL. Who thought you could have so much fun on AM radio? Also, uh, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region and 101.9 FM in the Manchester area. We are presented by Weed Family Automotive, 124 Store Street in Concord. Welcome back. Kale and Company on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Kitty Ray is here, our resident flick chick. Garth Brooks reportedly nearly walked out on performing the national anthem at the Super Bowl in 1993 and redefined the rules for Super Bowl performers in the process. Really? Brooks is not the only country star to have been picked to sing the anthem. Charlie Pride, Faith Hill, the Dixie Chicks, now just the Chicks, Kelly Clarkson and Carrie Underwood have all done the honors over the years. But his reported last-minute boycott of the show resulted in a policy change that has become a part of the institution. According to former NFL executive director Don Weiss's book, The Making of the Super Bowl, the inside story of the world's greatest sporting event, Brooks hoped to debut his video for We Shall Be Free during the broadcast on January 31, 1993. Written in response to the L.A. riots following the Rodney King verdict in 1992, the video for the song featured footage of the KKK, riots, wars, and cross and flag burnings. When the network deemed the clip too controversial, Brooks reportedly left the stadium with just 45 minutes to kick off. Brooks had denied the network's request to pre-record his performance, leaving producers scrambling for a last-minute replacement. John Bon Jovi was in attendance at the game, and producers had him on standby as they argued with Brooks. Ultimately, Brooks won, and the biggest sports event in America was delayed for the first time in its history to show Brooks's video. Sporting a a Cyrus, uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, worthy mullet and full mustache and beard, Brooks then took to the field to perform, accompanied by a sign language interpretation from Academy Award-winning actress Marley Matlin, who was hearing impaired. So he did perform the national anthem in 1993, but I guess never did a halftime show. No. He was probably in Dutch after that with the probably. NFL. Yeah, I, yeah probably. Yeah. All right. Wow. So, so did I did I ask you who you would like to see? To, for the halftime? Yeah. 
Gee, I no, you didn't. I, you know, I, I was thinking country performer. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. I would say it would be. You know, I think someone like Luke Bryan. Yeah, would be sure. awesome yeah. because of the energy. Yeah, not necessarily because I'm huge on his music, but and I love uh, because I am actually. But uh, I would love to see two or three. I mean, for him to, you know, like maybe oh. have like the Oak Ridge Boys with him or. Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw is someone I'm hoping to see this coming year. How about Toby Keith? Oh, my gosh. Huh? I would love for Toby Keith. Nobody's more USA no, than that's Toby right. Keith. He would be awesome. I, oh, Toby, I have seen him three or four times in concert. He's great. He's great. I love I him. I only saw him once, but he is terrific. Oh, gosh. He is terrific. He, Trace Atkins, people like that. Uh, I love the old, yeah, like that. Well, yes. that unfortunately wraps it up oh, on this edition of Kale and Company, our post-Super Bowl show. Hope you enjoyed it. Tune in again on WKXLNHTalkRadio.com, presented by Weed Family Automotive of Concord.